Welcome back to Pick'em with the Boys. Pick'em with the Boys. Back. Yes, John Gancy, back from Chicago. How was your trip? It was great, a little bittersweet. Um, I'm now a Michigan resident, so we're back. It's been about a decade, but uh, we're back in the mitten, so it feels good. Perfect. I'm going to miss Chicago, but... uh, Fun fall here in Michigan. Let's go. Yes, for sure. And then I also uh, want to take a second and thank you and your brothers. Um, I have a new microphone, so I sound like a normal person because of you guys. It was uh, this thing's a beauty. It's nice. fancy. Yeah, it is nice. Yeah, fancy. There's a lot of knobs. I don't know what they do, yeah. but it's fancy. We'll we'll find out. <laughs> you look like it's also like kind of got a, like an old timey radio vibe to it a little bit on the top. It looks like you look official. And hold on, double down the line. <laughs> Just listen to the 1932 World Series. <laughs> now, um, how was your uh, how was your week one? Well, week one went all right. Uh, nine, six, and one. Um, big winners I had. Couple units on Michigan State, couple units on Old Miss at the end, just because it was like, hey, why not? We're betting on Mondays. Um, those are my two big ones, and yeah, kind of up and down a little bit, but always, always going to be plus for sure. How about you? I know you had a pretty good weekend. Yeah, I had a good noon slate. So um, we were we were all over K State against Stanford, which was, that was easy nice. money. That Tulane nice. um, Oklahoma over, that was. That got a little hairy there. Too late. <laughs> and, uh, um, so those were two big winners early. I'm trying to trying to think back. Just had so many going uh, nine three or uh, ten three and one on the weekend. But um, it was uh, a good weekend. I was of football. with you on. Uh, I had just. I was kind of petered out after vacation, so I did um, the Ole Miss team total, which yeah. was at 42, so shout out that last touchdown. Yeah, oh yeah, you, I remember you texted me, and I was like, perfect. Yeah, yep. that, that counts. Check that box. Yep. So um, perfect. We are going to now plow ahead and look at week two. Um, obviously, there are not as many marquee matchups. There's only two ranked on ranked yep. games as opposed to last weekend when we had a whole it was buffet. Loaded. Yeah. We were, we were, yeah, we got spoiled week one. Yeah. Week, week three, same kind of same thing. It's not going to be as great as week one. It's a little let down on the next few days. But there's going to be so good. I mean, there's still, that's, yeah, like. Don't, don't judge me when I'm going to have ESPN Plus on to watch uh, Liberty and Troy. So, I'll, like, no. you know what I mean? Nope. So, we went through a year. I mean, we all went through a year with, you know, through the pandemic. Any any sports on is good sports no matter what. I mean, we got into, we were hard into uh, marble racing, and then we watched an entire uh, March Madness tournament from NCAA 2K, 2K10 hoops that it was, some guy just did in his apartment. It was the best. <laughs> I, so I remember the, when we lost when Michigan State got bounced in that tournament. It was sad. It was sad. And a lot of big. We stayed up late for KBO baseball. I mean, so again, Troy, anyone, you know, any two ga- right, teams. Right. I'm, I'm watching. I'm putting. I'm putting them probably a better. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, let's jump right into it. Uh, speaking of jumping right into it, that's what the college football slate is doing. This week with the uh, the old Fox Noon kickoff oh, is going go. to be uh, Oregon at Ohio State um, as of the time of recording this, which was Thursday night. Uh, Ohio State minus fourteen and a half over under sixty three and a half. Uh, Oregon little yeah, it was comfortable early, and then yep. and yep. then they they needed a late touchdown to to grab the win there against Fresno State. Um, oh, that was another one. I had Fresno State plus 20 and a half. So. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, a little humble break. Yes, it was. Uh, you were asking. You asked earlier. <laughs> I was just taking a second to answer, collecting myself. Uh, Ohio State, CJ Stroud struggled early, and then all of a sudden he ended up with 400 
yards or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you remind you, he was yes. the Ohio State quarterback. Yes, exactly. So they ended up uh, they ended up winning forty five thirty one on Thursday night. Um, what say you about this? What are we? Are you lean? Do you have a lean anyway? I'm leaning. Or? Yeah. So you, we still. I mean, last I checked earlier today, Thibodeau was still out. Day to day with an ankle sprain. Or yeah, sounds like he's gonna play like fifty percent of the plays. Ooh. And I don't know, like, if he's only playing fifty percent of the plays, how healthy is he? Yeah. Yep. And if we remember, Ohio State's offensive line has three first round tackles that one of them had to move the guard because they're so good on the offensive line. Yeah. So that's what my lean here, and I think I think Stroud. Yeah, his second half was, was real good. I think. So his final line was 13 for 22, 294 yards, four touchdowns, and a pick. And what do you, I wonder what he finished. Like, what was his Right, I believe. It, it, like, yeah, I was going to say. I can, uh, I can get that for you while you're better. Yeah, I mean, I'm leaning, I'm leaning Ohio State for sure here, but what I want to do, I don't want. It's 14 and a half? 14 and a half, yeah. Yeah, I want to buy that point, though. I don't like I was going to say, that's, like what, that's that what gives me the cause, or like the cause for pause. Yeah, I would take. I would buy that point just to do it. Yeah. And set it and forget it. Don't worry about it. Um. I like yeah I like Ohio State here minus fourteen at home um, with Stroud. Just, I think yeah I think he's every game he's gonna get a little bit better. And then unfortunately for you guys at the end of the game, right, <laughs> the year right, he's gonna right. look yeah, real I mean, good. It, yeah, it, it, especially with like so he only had thirteen completions. Yeah, uh, Alave four catches, one hundred seventeen yards, two touchdowns. Garrett Wilson five catches, eighty yards, a yeah. touchdown. So it doesn't like when you have those guys that are yeah. gonna be wide open all the time. Yep, um, it's that's what. You know, it doesn't really matter who's no. who's throwing as long as they have a little bit of composure. I also think that with Stroud on the uh, like a, a road conference game as your first game is not like there's yeah. still a little bit there. You yeah. know, it's it's not it's not like yeah. Youngstown at home. No, I mean no offense oh, later. Oh, but, don't yeah. jinx us like that, please. Yeah, yeah, don't jinx us like that. No, or like some you know because usually in past years you would start with yeah with Bowling Green and kick the shit out of him and it, he would look great. So yeah. it, there's a little bit of you could tell he was jittery early on. Yeah, which was like kind of a storyline for the first week for a lot of quarterbacks. They're just like they're playing in conference. They're playing against you know like Graham Mertz. Like struggle a little bit. Yes, like, he did. Um, he, I mean, yeah, just giving the football yeah. away. Yeah, so it's like stuff like that where it's like you know. It's tougher. It's not your 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 uh, older brother's uh, football slate where it's like, oh yeah, we're playing three cupcakes and then we're going to get in the conference schedule. You're actually playing tough, tough, tough games right up right to that, and it's going to be a different learning curve. Right, exactly. So I think I know obviously like the the competition is going to be harder, yeah. But with playing Oregon's defense, but with him being at home and he's got one hundred and five thousand people that are on his side. It'll be a little different. Yeah. And they're going to be hyped for that game. That game's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. So, um, taking the 14. But yeah, by that point. Okay. So, I'll, can I make the case for Oregon? Yeah. Ohio State's rushing. Mayan Williams had the 71 yard touchdown. He was nine carries, 125 yards, and that touchdown. Without that touchdown, their total rushing was 25 carries for 130 yards, which isn't like incredible mm-hmm. if Thibodeau's healthy which obviously doesn't sound like he is then maybe there's a little bit of like they know they're gonna throw and you can kind of game plan right. for that box. yeah also um Ibrahim before he got hurt 
was 30 carries, 165 yards, two touchdowns. Yep. And that was middle third quarter when he got hurt. Yep. And Ohio State's linebackers didn't look awesome. So you get C.J. Verdell and Travis Dye and then Anthony Brown, who's basically a running back at quarterback. If they try to do like a grind it out, mm-hmm. like I don't, I don't think, think Oregon can win. But I think there's a route to them losing by like 9 or 10 yeah. or 13. Know, you know I what I mean? I see what you're saying for yeah. sure. I, I just think if I had, I'm going to stay away from this. If I had to, I would take Ohio State. But, yeah. but that would be the avenue for – No, that's – yeah, try to control – Right. Yeah. But and yeah. And so if that's in Eugene, then I feel much better. Yeah. And I know I just hinted at Anthony Brown being basically a running back. He was not effective as a thrower. And like they they, they're going to need some big plays. So Ohio State is going to have these 70 yard bombs to Olave, these 50 yard runs like this. This is going to happen. Right. You can't match them like this. It's just going to be I don't know. 14 just feels a lot because the rankings are so, you know, they're 12. 11, I mean, last week we did, we basically did the same thing on a, a little bit greater scale with Alabama and, yeah. and, and I got Miami. Into that. Yeah. And yeah. that was over before it even started. Like, that was bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. Anyway, so. You, you, I just want to believe Alabama's not, not going to. Not gonna win one. Yeah, the, yeah they it, just get better. I don't know. Yeah, how they do I, the fact that Bryce Young it like feels comfortable out of the pocket and it like just chucks it all over the place, and it's like, oh, okay, cool. Right. That's what we need is like an even like a two uh, mixed with Mac Jones, right. where he's like quick at making decisions, right. but he can also get out of the, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, well, they get Mercer. Shout out Nancy Grace. Yes. Um, <laughs> and you think she's like tailgating for that? You think she's like in Mercer gear, just like. Hyped up. I just imagined her on the desk with like a Mercer pin. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think so. Are you, is that going to be one of your picks? Yeah, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take that. I'll actually bet that okay. uh, minus fourteen Ohio State. I'm gonna. But yeah, take that point. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. stay away for now. So, um, so yeah. So that's Oregon Ohio State. That's gonna be on noon at uh, at or that's gonna be at noon on Fox. Your next game of the day. Is where's game day is going to be is mm-hmm. Iowa in Ames at Iowa State. Um, Iowa c- kind of dismantled, yeah, it was uh, good. Actually, Indiana it was good. 30 34 mm-hmm. 6. Um, and uh, Iowa State did what they always do in week one and squeaked out a 16 to 10 victory against Northern Iowa. They looked terrible. Um, what the sorry, the uh. The line is minus four and a half in favor of Iowa State. The over-under is 46. Uh, it's on ABC. What do you think? Um, I have two questions for you. Yes. Okay, one, how hyped are they Are they going to be in Ames? I feel like this is going to be nuts in Ames. So apparently the last time they had game day there, they were Bush Light themselves yeah. was bringing in pallets. Like they had to pallet jack Bush Lights to tailgates. So that's... I think we need to go to Ames for yeah. like a day. I think, I think we just need to figure this out. Just totally get after it. Yeah. Yeah. Drink a corn, baby. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I love it. Um, second question, and then I have a follow-up stat I want to say. Second question. Is Matt Campbell, um, this game, is, it, is he coaching for the Michigan job right here, right now? <laughs> well, uh, he hasn't beat Iowa yet. So... I know. This might be it. <laughs> yes. Um, what was your follow-up? And then my stat, my stat. Did stats, you, so I, re- I read today. Uh, sec- only the second time that Iowa State's been ranked inside the top ten in this matchup. That makes sense. I mean, yep. they've only had three nine-win seasons yep. in their entire 
know. It's kind of great. Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that. Iowa has won the last five against Iowa State. Um, they, like we said, last week was a demolition. That mm-hmm. was over early um, with the pick six and then the immediate touchdown afterwards. It looks bad. Penix goes 14 for 31, 156 yards and three INTs. Two of them were pick sixes. Mm-hmm. Probably shouldn't have been on the field. If we're being honest uh, with his knee yep. situation, yep. like that was bad. Um, uh, Petrus, the Iowa quarterback, was 13 for 27 for 145 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Their running back had the one big carry for a touchdown. Other than that, Tyler yep. Goodson was 19 carries for 99 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Like 34 is deceiving, is what you're it, saying. Yes, yep. yes. Mm-hmm. And. The I have a, in in my notes here. It's in bold and it's in all caps, and it says "Don't overreact to Week One Matt Campbell scores." <laughs> right. Yeah. So yes. obviously they they barely beat um, Northern Iowa sixteen to ten last year. They lost to ULL thirty one twenty four. Two thousand nineteen they had to beat Northern Iowa in triple overtime. Mm-hmm. Two thousand eighteen they lost to Iowa, and then two thousand seventeen they actually beat Northern Iowa forty two twenty four. But then 2016, they lost to Northern Iowa again. So they play Northern Iowa a lot, which is yep. strange. But yep. <laughs> uh, Warner, so. right, but so they like they never play good in their first game. Yep. And and this line of four and a half, I, what I'm hoping is that more and more people jump on Iowa. Yep. And then we can snag Iowa State late. Looks like as of right now. 67% of the bets are coming in on Iowa, and 80% of the money is coming in on Iowa, which is w- the reason that gives me yeah. pause is I told you that Petrus line. He's yeah. now on the road in the drunkest city in America on We're Saturday. Gone. Yeah, exactly. And you got Purdy and Brees Hall, and I know this game's always close, and I know all Iowa always wins. But is there not like a... 24 17 well they would be a weird score because it's, it's gonna come down to this this like the <clears throat> i think iowa state wins this game but i think it's gonna be close four and a half just feels large right and that's game. like and that's where i feels at, like a is three that I would like, point y- game yes if it was three i would just hammer iowa state yeah and hope that they yeah sneak by that's what i just but I'm gonna take iowa because of the points this is the four and a half because i just think it's gonna be close and it's gonna be like you know, last possession type. It's thing. pretty funny how it's like it feels like an NFL like it spread because it it's four feel, and yes. a half, uh, four and a half for a team on the road that beats a team all the time, yes. and it's four. The over under is only forty six. Yeah, which is like what you would see. I'm sh- I, if I pulled up the Patriots and Dolphins this week, I'm pr- I'm I would get, almost guarantee you it's going to be pretty similar to that. Yeah. Right. Yep. So I'm I want the number to come down because I the the Iowa public backing and the Incredible overreaction to what happened against Indiana and the the still new because I feel like a lot more people are newer to college football well, betting in general yeah, because yeah. it's becoming because more it legalized just, yeah, unless, like, and people year. don't look at the Iowa State Matt Campbell week ones and how they always suck yeah so there's like I want more of that to happen and then to get it down to even four three and a half and I would jump on it. But yeah. like you said, four and a half just feels like too much. It feels it feels like too much. I I mean, it, I don't 
have a great feeling of this. Like I wouldn't like bet no, the I, house I, I on think it. I'm, but I'm staying away again. Yeah. Um, the other. So I'll probably bet it just to bet it. Well, okay, so if I'm going to bet it, I'm actually probably going to take Iowa State. So the the reason I would do that is, like I said, with with Beatrice, I don't trust that at all on the road. And Iowa State's second-half defense last six games, they've only given up 16 points. Thank you. It was from the Bear (laughs) on Twitter. Shout Shout out. out We'll tag you, don't worry. Right, yeah, exactly. We'll give you credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so if – if it's if they're not up, like if Iowa's not up early, and then all of a sudden they're trying to chase the game and they can't run the football, then what? Yep. You know what I mean? So I, I think that's what I'm going to end up doing, is taking Iowa State. Yeah, I, I definitely like it if it comes down. I mean, I don't even like look if maybe if we can get Iowa State at minus three. Like, what is that? What's that money line? Or what's the line there? Um, Actually, let me keep going. Because yeah, I, I I just think it's gonna be close. Like that's the thing. I just I think Matt Campbell gets the monkey off his back a little bit here, but I think it's just going to be, it's not going to be easy to do. Right. So if you wanted Iowa State minus three, it's only minus 145. So it's not, you're not giving up that much juice. Um, the money line is uh, minus 190. Iowa's is plus 160. Yeah. See, so I would go one of two ways. I would either take Iowa State minus a four and a half, or I would take the Iowa money line. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? For the value play of it. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, this is gonna be tough. I'm, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with Iowa. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna see the line. We'll do a mayor's bet. We'll do a mayor's bet. Yeah. Yes, we'll do a mayor's bet. <laughs> and I'll take. Uh, we have to go. I'll we have to go to the other right other person's city. To, yeah. Yeah. To, exactly. It's gonna be a ter- You know, it's gonna be such a bad time having to hang out in both great cities. It's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be terrible. No. Um, but yeah, that, that yeah. Okay. I'm taking Iowa. Perfect. I'm on Iowa State. Uh, next up is... I used to be a big 12 John. Now I'm just... <laughs> well, g- good segue because we're looking at used to be Big 8, now going to be future SEC games. Yes. Uh, the Texas. Yes, exactly. That's what I was saying. Yes, yes okay, Southwest. Yeah. Uh, the Texas Longhorns are going to Razorback Stadium. Uh, that game is on ESPN at 7 o'clock Eastern. Texas minus 7 over under 57. So the entire offseason, I think we Dylan and I talked about this on uh, on the week one pod, but I wanted to bet ULL. And then yep. as everybody kept wanting to bet ULL, it made me want to take Texas. I ended up getting drunk and taking ULL. <laughs> Texas looked pretty good yeah, just, against yep, a, yep. against a good a good defense and a good team. And then Arkansas needed Everything in the second half. They were down seventeen to seven in the third quarter to Rice and scored on five of their last six possessions to not only win but cover. Shout out mm-hmm. <laughs> thirty-eight seventeen. That was such a <laughs> it was hilarious. That they was just so kept funny. scoring. Um, so you, you're kind of looking at it, and I was surprised that for Texas that Hudson Card started. I thought it would have been um, Thompson because he he kind of spelled last year when Ellinger was mm-hmm. on the sideline with whatever injury that they had to tape up before he came back in because he's a gamer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. And so I didn't really know much about Hudson Carr. He looked good. He looked good. Yeah. yeah. He, oh, he looked good. Made some big-time throws. No, he looks... Yeah. So he, he was the part. He was 14 for 21, 224 yards and two touchdowns. But the biggest thing was Bijan Robinson. Yep. And that's, I think, what's going to be the biggest part of this game is if they can, uh, if they can get Bijan Robinson... 
you know, he had so he had yeah, twenty more, carries, yeah. one hundred three yards, a touchdown, four receptions, seventy five yards, and yep. a touchdown. So if he touches the ball twenty five times again, Texas is probably gonna win. Yep, and potentially cover that seven. As of right now, eighty nine percent of the bets are on Texas. Oh damn! Yeah. Oh, oh. This has all of the makings of home dog. Oh, yeah, home, home dog. dog. Yes. Yeah. So home dog, you need. Cards first, like first real test, yes. like against the you know I mean, so you SEC a, team. Right, you need a raucous atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Razorback Stadium happen. is going to be if you like Ames and Ames and Fayetteville are going to be having a yes. an actual like. This is where we need like a private jet and go to both. Oh like, yeah, like Scott Van Pelt. So anyone, if you guys want to sponsor our podcast, give us private yeah. jets. Like yeah, please. Per, uh, preferably wheels up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we're in. Yeah, we're we're all about that. So thank you. So we can. Yes. Yeah, that way we can day drink in Ames and then night drink in Fayetteville. Yeah, yeah appreciate you guys. Yeah, we appreciate it. with the boys. <laughs> we'll, we'll say we'll say whatever you want. Right. Exactly. Yeah. KJ Jefferson is Arkansas's quarterback. He's a run first yep. quarterback. He had nine carries for eighty nine yards and two touchdowns there. Uh, running back Traylon Smith had 22 carries, 102 yards, and touchdown. In total, they carried the football 44 times for 245 yards and four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Now, I know it's against Rice, and it'll be a completely different game against Texas. But I think that's the recipe is is run the Run fo- the damn ball. Right, run the, run the damn ball. But then KJ's just got to make like three or four throws. It's got to look like he did in the second half. Right, really. exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um. Because of so the biggest number that I told you there and the one that you reacted to the most is that eighty nine percent of the bets are on Texas. Eighty nine is a lot. If this game gets over a touchdown, if it goes to Texas seven and a half, um, let me check what it's at right now. Actually, if it gets over to seven and a half, I will be on Arkansas. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a little bit of a shootout, and if we can grab uh, like a a first-time starter on the road in Fayetteville. It's also Arkansas's like they've been they've been come on the way up, yeah. right? And this is going to be their biggest game that they actually have a chance to win in forever. So, you know what I mean? Sam Pittman's going to be excited oh, about yes, this. he is. Yes, excited he is. about. This. Doesn't he look he looks like he, like if you just met him on, on the street and you're like, "What do you do for a living?" He's like you could probably guess that he's Arkansas's Yes, exactly. Like he just looks like yeah. Arkansas's football. Yeah, I mean that in like the best yes, way. Like the most, he just yes. it fits him. It's so great, and I love it. And he just owns it. Right. And or, it's cool. So if you didn't want to wait and you just wanted to buy that half point and get Arkansas plus seven and a half, it's only minus one twenty five. Yeah, which is yeah. not bad at all. So maybe yeah. that's the play. Yeah, I, I I like Arkansas here. I like give me do the you, points. Do you I'll want just, the extra point, or are you just taking it at seven? I think I'll take the seven. Okay, I think I'll take the seven. Yeah. No, I think they're going to be totally game. Also, with Texas, like, they had to show a lot more because they actually had to play against Lafayette. Like, they were in control, but you still had to, like, because what in week one, the the goal when you're playing usually like a Sunbelt team or a MAC team or a Conference USA team mm-hmm. is to not show anything and just get through it, right. which is basically what Oregon did with Fresno. They just tried to run the ball, run the ball, and then they, yes, they slugged through it. And now they have, I'm sure that Crystal Ball is going to have five or six trick plays up his sleeve. Or not trick plays, but like just different looks and things that you haven't seen. Where Texas kind of had to use some of those. I think Arkansas 
tried not to, and that's why they kind of they were in a dicey spot against they Rice. Sure right, and so they ended up just going smash mouth football, and Rice just didn't have the athletes, so they ended up winning. I think Arkansas is going to have a few different things like that where it'll – you know, just with you, maybe yeah. it's maybe it's Traylon Smith in like a wildcat situation or like a like like maybe an end around or something random that you know obviously something bigger than what I'm thinking yeah. right now, but that that can keep Texas honest and keep Bijan off the field. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is that what they have to do they have to contain him. That's right. I mean if he gets another 170 all purpose, they're probably not going to correct. Him. Yeah, so they need to. And but the way that they play is run the football. Right. So control, if yeah. you if you can control clock that way and at home, I think that especially – I also really like that this game's a 7 o'clock game. I like the game. If yeah. this was a, a nooner, Texas, I think, would come in there and just kind of beat the brakes off them. But the that place is going to be – yeah, yeah. We'll be there. So uh, you're just taking the 7. I'm going to pay for the extra half a point so I don't – you know, yeah. Yeah. Bill Connolly S and P Plus has it thirty two twenty four. So it's right there at eight. Um, okay, yeah, which is one of my favorite. I love that metric. It's fun. Got it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's gonna be a fun game though. It's gonna be fun. Right, I think so too. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun, and um, it'll be a nice one. Obviously, as we know, I'm a Michigan fan, so I'm gonna be locked in on Washington. But I usually yep. ha- like to have the two TVs set up, and that will definitely be my second TV. Yep. Yep. So um, it'll be a really fun one to watch. Speaking of our teams, uh, you, I'm used to having the September Heisman candidate, John Gantzi. How does your, uh, how does your Tate Forcier, Denard Robinson, how does that taste in your mouth? Man, you know, I was, you know, we, we, first time I saw you in a a week or so, um, that Friday night, I was riding high. I was so happy. I was so pumped. I mean. So for those who are living under a rock, that was a uh, 38-21 final at Northwestern, um, Kenneth Walker III, who uh, our boy across the table from me, John Gancy, pumped his tires in the preview pod and said, I'm pretty sure he's going to be pretty decent. Uh, First touch of the season, 75 yards. See you later. 23 carries, 264 yards, and four touchdowns against a Northwestern defense that I know they lost a couple of guys, but not... Not a terrible deal. Like, terrible. No, no, exactly. That should be, they shouldn't be giving up 264 yards and four touchdowns. No. So obviously, but he didn't get the player of the week award from Walter Camp. So I guess not that great. Yeah, well, not that yeah. great. <laughs> it might have gone to uh, the running back that you're going to be playing against Youngstown. Uh, uh, his name is Jaleel McLaughlin. Excuse me. Uh, he had 29 carries for 242 yards and two touchdowns against Incarnate yeah, he Word. Had a, he had a good game. <laughs> but. I, guess I looked it up and I was like, I don't like it. Right, exactly. No, you're. Uh, I think you're going to be okay. Um, we've been struggling to find a line for this game. Uh, yeah, I don't see it on any actual yeah, book I it's, can bet on. It's, on, it's at noon on, um, on Big Ten Network. What I, I did a little digging. I can't find it on any of the books, but I did yeah. a little digging, and it looks like the number's 19 and a half. Which, feels weird. Yeah, if they actually post that at 19 and a half, how, how the hell don't you... Hammer it. Yeah, the only the only reason that you wouldn't hammer that is that it's the sandwich spot of, we didn't like we, we thought we were going to be okay coming into the season. We kicked the dog shit out of Northwestern. Yep. Now we have Youngstown, and then we're, we're Miami, Miami next weekend. So yeah, you're yeah. in that like lull spot. But they, like, no... <laughs> yeah, if you can find if you can find that, I would bet that. Yeah, for sure. you won by seventeen against 
Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I don't see it in any book. No. I yeah. I can't find it. I found it in an article um, yeah. at the Lansing State Journal from Graham Couch. So mm-hmm. that was, but I didn't see it like in an actual yeah. book. So, but if you can find that, yeah, do it. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to say about Kenneth Walker or uh, uh, or your boy Peyton Thorne? Who actually Peyton Thorne looked good. Some, you know, there was a couple throws he had that looked like this is like we haven't seen since Connor Cook. This is something we haven't really seen in a long time. Uh, just great touch, great awareness. You know, he had some throws that weren't great, but he's a redshirt sophomore. That's okay. Um, and he's he's going to grow into this. And I, I like where he's what he's doing. Kenneth Walker looked good. That offensive line looked good. They dominated. Um, I mean, I think that was the biggest. Thing. I mean, Kenneth Walker is. Amazing, but I think the best thing for us, we haven't had a line like that looked like that in so long. Right, since um, the Iowa drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and then, again, I think, like, Mel Tucker is building something. I, I, I know I'm a Michigan State homer, but he's building something here, and it's fun to see. It's fun to see the buy-in from the players. It's fun to see Mel Tucker having fun. Um, and quietly, I don't know if you've seen this, because I, I was looking at this, I didn't even realize this. We're in the top 20 in recruiting class for next year. Really? 20. Okay. I mean, he's, he's building something here. It's, it's fun to see again. Yeah. Um, it's a different, you know, it's, I mean, with uh, NIL and with the transfer process now, it's a definitely a different ball game. Um, but I think Mel Tucker's the right guy to have this, um, this you know, this program. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, even, you know, again, we're go- hopefully we go bowling, then that's a good step for this year. So we'll see. And I, obviously, like we said, like, they're, they should completely take care of business and, God, I hope so. Right. <laughs> um, also, the the other thing that I noted, because I know Jaleel McLaughlin, who you met a day ago yep. via a box score, and yep. I met three days ago via a box score. Yep. Um, your rush D against Northwestern, uh, they had 38 carries for only 117 yards. That's three yards a carry. Yeah. That's the longest, a- I believe, was uh, 12. Yeah, that's going to be a strong trip. Right. So, I mean, and that's against a Big Ten offensive line and running back situation. So, I think with, you know. Never say never, but yes. Right. (laughs) This should be, like, McLaughlin might get loose once or something like that and and take one or or something to that effect. But this should be a very comfortable Michigan State win. No, uh, But, yeah, you guys look great. That was – it was unfortunate not to have you on the pod last week. I know, obviously, you were traveling, but – because Dylan and I just didn't I know. We just did not have a feel for it at all. We both were on Northwest, and we both had the under. We thought it was going to be a slugfest. I listened to the pod, and I was like, no, this is – Yeah, 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 it was was a lot of Michigan bias. Yes, it was, yes. yes. Which is is fair. I mean, you're not – you know, I – I read about them all the time. So right. We you know, just, yeah, I was just wasn't as locked in. And yeah. then it was like, oh shit. We were, I was driving up north with our buddy, uh, Scotty Myers, and he was driving. And I just kept checking. I was like, the Michigan State scored again. Michigan State scored again. Yeah. Michigan State scored again. And it was in a like hour period. And you know, when you're in a long car ride like that, it's like, it feels like they're scoring every 30 seconds. Oh, and he's yeah. like, what is happening? Yeah. He was probably not excited about it. No, he was, he, he just didn't say anything, he, <laughs> which was funny. <laughs> which is, you know, he's super pumped about it. Right. No, and uh, it. Uh, it was actually even, even funny. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm really skewering you here, Scotty. But uh, his his phone kept lighting up. Yeah. And then finally, his girlfriend's in the backseat, Jen. And she goes, Scott, aren't you going to check your phone? It's like lighting up like crazy. And I'm in the passenger seat updating him that Michigan State's going crazy right now. And he's like, no, it's a group chat. That's our group chat. <laughs> that was just Michigan State. And there's two Northwestern guys. Yeah. There's two Northwestern guys in it. And, the, and we were just, yeah, it was right, great. Right. It was, it was, it was pretty funny. He just, he was pretty quiet. But yeah, it was, I was very surprised. I just, I, I know you had told me about Kenneth Walker, but it wasn't that like, 
we have a dude dude. It was, you know, I think we have a pretty good running back here on our hands. And to go off to 23 carries, 264 oh, yards. Good. Yeah. I mean, you didn't, yeah, no one expected that. Right, sure. right, obviously. Cool. I, mean, yeah. he, I think pre, like someone was interviewing him, they're like, what do you think you're going to get? He's like, I'm going to get over 100 yards. You did it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you did that on your third carry. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So, um, all right, cool. So, yes, like I said, that is at uh, 12 on Big Time Network. The ABC game of the night is uh, my Wolverines hosting the Washington Huskies at 8 o'clock on ABC. We get the whole uh, rollout treatment with uh, Kirk and um, – is Chris Fowler going to be there? Is he still doing U.S. Open stuff? I would assume that he'd be there, if not Reese Davis, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. Washington, maybe the grossest loss of the week. You you might have been you might have been drunk or asleep on Saturday night from. Uh, <laughs> I didn't see much Labor of this Day. game. I didn't see much. Uh, of this well, game. it was also on the Pac-12 Network. Shout out yep. Pac-12 Network yep. because they refused to show any game outside of, or they refused to have their channel available. They yep. lost thirteen to seven to Montana. Woof. It's not good. No, and what what you're looking at me across the table, John, is well thirteen to seven. Montana must have played awesome, right? Right. Montana's offense. 12 for 23 for 105 yards passing, 34 carries for 127 yards uh, rushing with one touchdown, only 10 first downs. Washington had three interceptions. D- uh, Dylan Morris, he was 27 for 46, 226. So and he's- they're sticking with him. This is, I, I want to know, I don't, I don't have any friends that went to Washington. I mean, obviously, I live in the Midwest, but. Right. Great school, though. Yeah. Um, well, hey, if if you are if you stumble upon this and you are listening and you uh, live in the Pac-12 area, please yeah. just DM me at jjhockey 4 on Twitter, and you can be our Pac-12 correspondent. And yes, we can get would lo- yes. for you. We would because love it. I want to know what Washington fans are like. I would be kind of freaking out after well, every, three interception. Every preview with, was they can hang with Oregon to potentially win the North, and then what the what the hell was that? Like we and you were, have a five star waiting there. Wait in the wings. Like, is he okay? Uh, so is that? Yeah, that that's the that's the thing. It, that he that everyone is. I mean, I don't know. I want to know how they're feeling right now because after that performance, losing to Montana, and then you're going back right. uh, to Morris. They're like, and they're running back 17 carries for 62 yards. Like so, they couldn't run the football. They're trying to throw it. He's averaging 10 yards of completion, which is not awesome, right? And then three interceptions. You're gonna get a you're gonna get a quarter from him. See what, what he does. See who does. What I'm terrified about is week two last year. Week one last year, Michigan <laughs> right. kicked the dog shit out of, out of Minnesota. Michigan State threw seven interceptions against Rutgers. Ha, ha, ha. And then that <laughs> happened, right? Yep. So that's where I'm like a little nervy about this. But Cade was 9 for 11, 136 yards, two touchdowns, looked awesome. Grand Western's defense is absolutely atrocious, as Dylan pointed out. But... Corum, 14 carries, 111 yards and touchdown. Haskins, the bruiser, 13 carries, 70 yards, touchdown. Even when JJ McCarthy came in, he made a few play. He made the one big Sports Center play, but yep. like I don't see how. So if Montana is getting in the backfield and disrupting Dylan Morris and shutting down the run game, what's Aiden Hutchinson going to do? And that's what they were. That's what they're saying too. Like reading all the preseason stuff out west, it was like Washington's offensive line was supposed to be good, and it didn't look good. No. And uh, it, uh, yeah. this is 100% like total look ahead spot, whatever. And Montana is the number four team in FCS. Yeah, so but Montana's not, not like a terrible, terrible team, right. though, for sure. But you shouldn't, you shouldn't be losing when you're only giving up a, like 200, what is it, 227, or yeah, 232 total yeah. yards of offense. Yep. Like that's not, it's not like they came out and like when 
obviously, like another FCS school, when Michigan lost to App State, and it was a big deal. I remember where I was. Right. But <laughs> but App State had like 450, 500 yeah, yards of total yeah. offense, and it was like, uh, oh, shit, what's going right. on? Well, so yeah, it's the same thing with, like, for the most part, like when you're in March Madness. Like, you're looking, the teams that are going to beat you in March Madness that are, are like the underdogs. Like raining threes. Are guys that can shoot. Right. Guys that can put up points. It's not, you know, sometimes you're going to get that Abilene Christian. Uh, games where it's 53, 52, <laughs> yes. you know, but you're mostly going to get, you know, right. stuff, an offense that can put up points. Right. And you. so that's why it was interesting where it was like, so you, also for the coaching staff to not make an adjustment once. So, uh, so they scored, they walked on the field and scored Washington, their first drive. And then Montana made an adjustment where they decided to just basically blitz on every play and bring it right. And he was only getting, like I said, 10 yards of completion, yeah. which isn't great. He threw three picks once he was under duress yep. and they can't run the football. So why, like, the one thing that gives me pause is that the line last week before both of these teams played was right around a half a point or one. Ooh. And now it has jumped up to, um, it has jumped up to seven. Mm-hmm. The over-under is 48 and a half. I'm going to bet Michigan because obviously I'm a slappy that way, but... I'm going to bet Michigan, too. Are you? I am. Yes. So uh, my thought was get to it before it gets over a touchdown. That's fair. Yep. If I it like stays that. at seven, grab it. Yep. And and that way you can you can have yep. it there instead of having to uh, having to worry about it. The <clears throat> excuse me, the betting for this one, um, a lot of tickets are coming in on on Michigan. Sixty nine percent of the bets, sixty seven percent of the money. Yeah, I think. Makes sense. Yeah, I think... Better than Texas. Right, <laughs> right. I just, like I said, just take it before it gets to seven. I don't want to think about it too much because if I think about it, I'm going to think about last year. Yeah. Um, new year, right, new you. Right. Well, now... New Cade. I'm looking at it live right now, and the Washington plus seven is minus 120. So if okay. it trends back that yeah, way, yeah, yeah. Maybe, I'll, maybe I'll wait. If it gets to six and a half, then... Yeah, I, I like no, I like the six and a half for yeah. sure. I like I, I, I'm gonna bet Michigan either way. If unless Washington comes out like and just totally reverses everything, yeah, that was it. wasn't like a like I said, it wasn't some crazy shootout. It wasn't like right. they had some trickery or something. They literally just lined up and it was a high school football game and they didn't win. Yeah, and this is gonna be the first big game in the big house, you know, since we've been back. You know, since we've been back actually in the yeah. stands. So sorry, Western, you're not big enough for. Sorry, for John's Bridges. Uh, sorry, Dylan. <laughs> I mean, it's going to feel a lot different. No, absolutely. Night. The night uh, game, yes, yes. I love Western. I think, uh, I think Michigan Twitter's passed the uh, Mr. Brightside controversy that happened this week. I don't know if you were. I don't even know. Nope. No. Don't have no idea. Good thing you're not. So <laughs> apparently the players don't like it. Oh, well. And so now there's a movement to change the song, but then all the people in the stands that sing the song are like, no, why would you change it? This is great. And then they're combating it with, you guys started this tradition uh, in the rain against Michigan State when you lost. It's like a whole, don't, good don't go on Michigan Twitter. because Mr. I try Wright, to stay away from Michigan Twitter. Yes, yes. But um, I would always, I always sat on the side of uh like people that are playing that whatever hypes them up right. for, yeah, well, <laughs> they need to, anyway, they need to, yes, they need to be the ones that are hyped up more than you. So you no, know, I think this is a great spot to, to just hammer the football with Haskins and Corum. Let, let Cade make a couple of throws, especially with Ronnie Bell out, which sucks. Yep. That sucked. He was, that does suck. You know, I said this in some group text with Michigan fans. It's just like it, you, you I don't want to, no one wants to see that. No, like, and, he lo- and he looks so good. So the, the crap offensive, Pass interference call 
That was one of the greatest catches I've ever no, seen. Where he just catch. had that one-handed yeah. just stuck in his hand on yep. the 30-yard. And then his other catch that actually counted was his 2021 season. His one catch, 76 yards, and a touchdown. I know. It and, sucks. And, yeah, it was just – it would he brings a totally different – It's going to be – yeah. You're, and so you're definitely going to be ground and pound and a little bit different, more mm. so. But, yeah, I don't – I just – it's probably a little emotional bet on – you know, emotional hedge for me. Taking Michigan here. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's close, whatever, I won't cry about it. I'll be all right. But I, I really do, like – I think they're going to cover here. Yeah, so do I. I think, it, and I'm nervous how confident I am. Yep. I mean, I, yeah, same. So that's anyway. So yeah, they look, I'm, they look, they look yeah, good though. Just, they look just, good. Just make the bet, and then the bet. we'll we'll hang yeah. out. Yeah. Okay. Um, staying in the same region, this game, two thirty, little uh, pay per view action on the Peacock. Oh, let's go. Your Toledo Rockets. Maction, Maction, Maction are going to Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame obviously had the a crazy Sunday night game where they were up 38-20, kind of took the breaks off, and then all of a sudden Mackenzie Milton finally came into the game, let a touchdown drive. I wanted him to win oh, so bad. Oh, I know. So bad. Yeah, they, uh, they ended up uh, ruining the, the Disney ending and uh, yep. kicking a field goal in overtime, winning 41-38. to Toledo played Norfolk State. They won 49-10, to yeah, so they did exactly it. what they yep. were supposed to do. Um, Jack Cohen. I was good. Not a game manager. No. Slinging it out Yeah. There. Jesus Christ, Wisconsin, yep. what were you doing? Yeah. <laughs> 26 for 35, 366, four tuts. It's like Justin Herbert leaving Oregon where he was like, they won a, they lost a bowl game 7-6, to six, and it was like, right. oh, you can sling yeah, it, kid. Yeah. Like, you don't, <laughs> like, keep the reins off. <laughs> exactly. Keep the reins off. Let's go. Exactly. Yes. Um, not that Jack. No, and I know Cohen's that, doesn't hurt, but right, don't right, add no, me. Don't I, add I, me. I understand, yes, I, I understand what you're saying, but uh, yeah, because Kerwin Williams, the the thought was like, hey, let's run him into the ground and let yep. Jack Cohen pick his spots. He had 18 carries for 42 yards. I know, but you, if you were listening to the broadcast and you would have thought he was fucking, oh, I shouldn't swear on this. Uh, he oh, should, I have he should, <laughs> I put the explicit tag on it. So oh, that's good. All right, we're fine. Yeah, you're we're all fine. Set. That he was like, he was there for like. 170. I, I like. I don't know. I was, I was like looking back at the box score. And I was like, dang. Like it felt like he had like where they were talking him up had more than 78 yards. Anyway. Yeah. No. It was. Uh, yeah. Like I said, 18 carries for 42 yards. So, um, but and then uh, Michael Meyer, Mini Gronk. Mini Gronk. Yeah. He had a couple. Looks of, good. Yes. He had a couple of big drops and still finished with nine catches, yep. 120 yards and tud. Um, they were feeding him early and often. Yes. This. To me, so the spread is 17. Mm-hmm. The over-under is 56. If Notre Dame is going to – so they're coming back after a crazy emotional win on a short week. Toledo really didn't have to do much. They the offense looked pretty good. Yes, I mean, you know, it's, yes. I know, it's Norfolk State. Obviously, but... it's Norfolk State. But they were um, 236 passing, 205 yards rushing, four rushing touchdowns. I think there's an avenue here, not for Toledo to win – but 17 is a lot of points, and Toledo likes to score. Likes to score and score fast. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I also love the over. What is it? It's 56, which is a little bit like once you get into actually thinking about it. Too. But it, I'm taking – I haven't locked up much. I've been very wishy-washy on most of these picks. I am locking in Toledo plus a 17 and over 56. I'm with you. Let's go. I think if especially if – Independently or are you parlaying it? 
independently. All right, fair enough. That's right. Independently, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow you on this one. I'm gonna follow you on this. One. Um, yeah, I just you know that was an emotional game. Short week, coming home, and then you know you you know that Toledo can play, but I think I think Notre Dame kind of keeps him at arm's length, but. I don't think that arm is 17 points. I think it's a, I think there's going to be a spot where like Toledo punts and then Notre Dame gets up by like 10 or 14 and then they keep trading back the like 17 to 10 to, or you, you get what I'm saying. And tell me, tell me what's the, what's the money on? What's the percentage? Uh, let me grab that for you. That feels like people are going to look at 17 and see what Jack Cohen did and be like, Oh, I want that. Give me, and Notre Dame minus 17 for sure. Actually, very even. Um, 54% of the money is on Notre Dame. So 46 it's, is on Toledo. Actually, so people, that's surprising. That's surprising. Yes, I think the Rockets always get a little bit of, because they're always like decent. Yeah. They're never bad. So I think they get a little bit of love there. But um, I just think 17 is a lot of points. And 30, 38-24 covers you on both ends. Yep. So... Right. Um, I'll I'll happily take that. I'm with you. Let's do it. Let's cool. ride. Perfect. Um, couple others that I wanted to hit on. App State is going to Love Miami. It. Seven o'clock uh, Eastern on ESPNU. That game's at the Hard Rock Stadium. Uh, App State is plus nine. Um, since you love it so much, I'll give you uh, the money line is plus two eighty. Ooh. <laughs> uh, excuse me, plus 260, plus 260. I've had one too many, and the six look like an eight. Uh, Over-under is 55. So you're all over Appy State, yeah? I like Appy State. I, I think this is a tough, tough game for Miami. Coming like I think if they kept it closer with Bama, it would feel different. They got doors blown off. It's a tough game. Looking at Michigan State, which like looks kind of better, like that's going to be, you know, you're not going to walk yeah. all over Michigan State, it doesn't look like, and you're saying, hey, if we don't, Fuck up here, then it's we can be zero three possibly, probably not, but possibly. Right, like that's, yeah. It feels different than it did a week ago getting getting beat that bad by Bama. Yes, I think if they, like you said, if it wasn't that was that like that was bad, bad. Yeah, that was early and often. Yeah. Every time, so we were watching, um, we were watching Texas ULL, and every single cut in was an Alabama touchdown. Yep. The uh, what gives me, like, I keep on saying what gives me pause. I need to stop saying that. So I will go with the only thing that I would give back is that it's got to be nice for Miami to look across the field and be like, thank God you're not Alabama. Like, <laughs> like, like, thank God you're not all going Oh, my God, all. yes. Thank you that we're not playing the, the you know, some NFL team, basically. Right. We're, we're okay. Um, and Derek King makes a few plays, and all of a sudden, yeah. you're there. He's still, he's still a good quarterback. He's still going to make plays. <clears throat> I just think it's a tough emotional spot in there, in that mix right there. It's gonna be tough. I, and I like, you know, Chase Bryce is from Abbey State's not, you know, the best quarterback of all time. I was just going to say, he's, so he's, he's actually the, another reason that gives me pause. He's played he's, in the ACC before. Like, he know, you know. Yes, he just didn't play well. He didn't play well, but he's, he's not going to be no, scared. No, he's, he's not going to be afraid. Gonna be, he's not going to be scared of this. Yeah, so which might be, which could be bad for Abbey State, because – Confident Slinging Chase Bryce right. is just going to be turning the ball over left <laughs> and right, but uh, no, I see what you're saying. Anyway, yeah, I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah, and by the time seven o'clock rolls around, I might. Uh, I'll probably be on Happy State too. I'm taking. Um, it's going to be fun. That's fair. Yeah, and they've Happy State's always warmed my heart. Right. right. It, oh, yeah. I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure they have. 
Yes, it's not the boys. From Shout Liberty. out to me. Yeah. Cedar Village, Big Ten first game. Yeah. I love, uh, Big Ten Network first game. That was, no. that was great. Um, Sophomore year at college. Gosh, so yes. you're on Happy State plus the nine. Yeah. I'm probably going to end up there with you, but I'm staying away for right now. 10-15 on ESPN. The Holy War. Uh, we got Utah going to BYU. Utah, uh, taken. Utah is minus seven. The over-under is 48. Uh, are you taking BYU? Love Utah. No. Oh, Love Utah. I Give, Give BYU Ooh. minus seven all day. Uh, BYU plus seven. Yeah, I'm Utah. saying like yeah. Utah. Oh, yeah, hand yeah, them yeah, seven yes. points. And still take their lunch You're going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. you're going to be fine. Utah's going to run. Let's go. BYU. So no Gunnar Romney. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shout out. Gunnar Romney. I mean, he's their one no, of the No, I know. I forgot, I forgot about yeah. it. Um, and uh, Utah, I mean, they didn't. They didn't look awesome against Weber State, but they didn't have to. And BYU kind of grinded and struggled to get yeah. a victory against Arizona, who is one of the worst uh, Power 5 teams in the country. I am with you. I'm going to take Ooh, I'm gonna go. take Utah minus the seven. Um, I don't have a ton of notes on the game. I just I, – I didn't, I didn't like what I saw out of uh, BYU against Arizona and – no, and it's tough to leave. Right. Know, it's tough to come after Zach Wilson and right, and that's it, yeah, and even um, like last year, they're like they were eleven and two or whatever, ten and two. They didn't really get to play any legitimate teams. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. It was a lot. Like they played a ton of random opponents because their games had to keep getting moved around and yep. stuff. And by the end of it, like when they finally played Coastal, I know it was on a short week. They ended up losing, and so like if I think if BYU would have played a normal schedule, they would have gone like eight and four. And if that's the case, if you have eight and four, and then you lose your quarterback in the second overall pick, yeah, you're looking at it like, oh, okay, that team's Michael five and seven, right? They, yeah, it feels different. You know sure. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's yes, I'm with you. I also um, talking about uh, guys who have a. Soft spot for. Mm-hmm. I have a soft spot for Charlie Brewer. Oh, Charlie Brewer. I love Charlie Chaz. <laughs> Charlie Brewer. He, I love it. Uh, yeah, I loved him at Baylor. Yeah. And and he's now the starting quarterback at Utah, which feels like exactly where he should be. Is you know what I mean? Like he's gonna be like a gritty grinded like I I don't know. I just I'm like, with you. I feel no. yes. So like I'm uh, I'm a completely with you on Utah minus the seven. Give me a fun that's a, that'd be a good Late yeah, it will be. It will be year, great. Early Sunday, set your lineup for fantasy. Yeah, I was going to say, first, into your first NFL mm-hmm. weekend. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'll be beautiful. So um, I have one, two, three, four, five, six more that I'm looking at. What do you have as of right now? Uh, I got a couple. I got a couple more. I like how you rapid fire yours, and I'll, I'll give you mine, and we can. Do you uh, want to go back and forth? I don't have six, so. Okay. Well, one of them is our. Oh. All right, so yeah, I'll start. I'll start. I'll start. <laughs> I'll start. All right, one I love, love it, and this is uh, bold, capitalized under. Mm-hmm. No, it's just, it's just, it's against my family because we're Hughes family. But like Rutgers, Greg Schiano minus two, basically for. I know, also love this bet. I like it. It's basically, you know, I hate it's, that it's going against Dino Babers, but this no, is... I want to love. I mean, I do love Dino Babers. I want him to be, want Hughes to be better, but Gano's building something out there. Yes, he it's, is. He's, he's, yes, he good. is. The back. that he just. I didn't bet on him last week, and I wanted that to. Was the and easiest. So yeah, that was the easiest. Yeah, that was candy from a baby. I know. Um, so I'm going back to the well. Uh, Graciano, minus two for Rutgers there. 
That's a nooner on. Yep. Is it? No, no. two no. two o'clock on uh, ACC Network, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Whatever whatever time it is, wherever it is, Greg Seattle's <laughs> gonna have them ready to play. Minus two. Oh, love you, buddy. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> Another one I like. Uh, I know you like this one too. Friday night, Coastal Carolina. Yep, that's one of my. Yep, yep perfect. I know. Yep. So that's uh, another one. Go for it. Yeah, so 7.30 ESPN2 Friday night. Just bet Coastal plus minus the 25. They're, Easy peasy. Yes. So I ended up waiting too long on that Kansas over-under, yep. and I ended up having to take it at a game and a half. So uh, now, I'm, now this is it. This is it. This is it. And Duke did not look good against Charlotte, so we'll see what gives there next week. Um, but Kansas is not good. Nope. And did you see they storm the field? Yes. Hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. They, I think Coastal, I also think that the coach for Coastal doesn't doesn't give a fuck. No, he's going to no, like, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. going to be. He, and if you're Coastal, you've got to run it up. Right, right. you got to run it up. Right, right. Yeah, just win 40, Especially against a big. Yeah, a win 42 team. to 6 and, yeah. and get out of there. Yeah. So right, I'll give you one, one last one and then we can get in yours. Um, Troy. Plus oh. four and a half. Troy plus four and a half. Troy plus one. Who they got? Liberty. Oh. Road dogs, though. Wow. I like it. Troy always plays tough. Give me the, give me the, give me the points. All right. Taking the, the candy there. there? Okay. Yeah, give me the points. You're not afraid of Malik Willis coming into. I mean, I'm a little afraid, but. Right. <laughs> got you. So I'm like three points afraid, not four and a half. Her. Give me the four and a half. Gotcha. You won't, di- you won't take it for Iowa State, but. Or no, you did. Or excuse me, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had that backwards. So um, nice. So coastal minus twenty five, Troy plus four and a half, and Rutgers minus two. Minus two. Perfect. I. I'm scared to play Rutgers later. Michigan State. As I say, I am like I'm playing on the team, but I'm scared. I mean, you you have a degree from there. That's true. Yep. That's the point. I'm Thanks. I'm all I'm all about the wheeze and eyes. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm with you. I I yeah I determine an outcome way more than you. <laughs> uh, so. Get your morning started off early. Bloody Mary hasn't even been poured yet. 11 a.m. on the ACC Network. Oh. Illinois, UVA, under 55. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. UVA unders, 10-1 and one the last 11 home games. When you see a nugget like that, you just got to go, gotta go, you gotta go jump with on it. it. You got to jump on it. You're barely rolling out of bed. We still might even have the Premier League on. Yep. And, yep, I'm going to be... I'm gonna be all over that, so I'm yeah. just gonna be rooting for early punts. with unders. You go late with overs. Yeah, that's right. yeah, that's exactly it. Yep. Um, and then we uh, get into the noon slate right after game day. On ESPN is uh, Pitt at Tennessee. Pitt minus three. Give me that all day. As a man that had to watch Joe Milton, had to root for Joe Milton, and now got to watch him tough against Bowling Green of all teams, who might be the worst team in Division yeah. One. It was tough to watch. That was not great. Um, Pitt killed UMass like they were supposed to. Did, did Milton win the Heisman last year? In uh, August? No, nah, I think it was like July. <laughs> yeah, it was trending into August, yes. Um, I looked them back up and just to see like what like old old headlines. And there was like one like, oh, Joe Milton's going to be the Cam Newton for Michigan football. Well, he's also not the Cam Newton for Tennessee. So I... Uh, <laughs> Also, uh, Narduzzi, your boy. Yeah. Uh, five and two as a road favorite since 2018. Ooh, man, you're nuggets tonight. 
So yeah, I'm going to. Uh, this is what you come here for. It's the good research yeah. from JJ. So uh, so yeah, I'm all over. I'm all over Pitt. I, all right. I, I, I like that. I think it's gonna be a little bit of a slugfest, but I trust their quarterback and like what with Narduzzi's defense. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna join you. Gonna, okay, join perfect. You. Pitt minus three. Also like for that Tennessee under, this is a massive game. Go back to episode one for your preseason totals. The 3:30 game on FS1. Ball State is at Penn State. I have two plays in this game. This is, this is how you know. I have We're two deep, plays baby. in this game. The over-under is 58. I like the under. Ball State plus 23. I love Ball State at plus 23. Penn State, massive emotional win. We've been talking about the lull, the lull games, mm-hmm. the, the, the valleys, if you will. Um, speaking of Happy Valley, haha, yeah, oh, oh, haha, yeah. yeah, total, yeah, total uh, not accident for the play on words. Um, they have Auburn next week. Oh. And it's a whiteout game. And now you have Ball State coming in who it's like, whatever. It's going to be a sleepy start. They're just going to kind of try to roll through it. Like, don't be shocked if it's 10-7 to 7 Ball State at the end of the first quarter or something to that effect of like, Close. Yeah. yeah. And then finally, I think eventually Penn State, because they're better, will pull away. But um, Ball State won the MAC last year. They beat uh, San Jose State in a bowl game. They've won eight straight games. Like, not a pushover. No, not like some like if, if it, it was, was Bowling Green, Green, I would completely just you know this isn't it. But mm-hmm. this I think with with Ball State having got like they're gonna go into the game thinking they can win, so it's not going to be just hang fifty on them yep. and get out of there. Yep. Um, so I think it's gonna be a little bit of a slugfest. Feels like a like thirty one twenty. And that gets you that gets you under and cover. So um yeah that's. That's where I'm at on both check, of those. Check. I'm making both of those plays. So, All right. Um, under 58, boy, uh, excuse me, uh, Ball State, plus the 23. Kentucky is playing Missouri. That's 730 on the SEC network. Uh, Mizzou, 34-24 win against Central. Central did not have McIlwain there because of COVID reasons. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they had like just kind of a gang of coaches coaching. Yeah. And Kentucky, bringing it back to Penn State, Will Levis is now their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, they let him throw the ball instead of when James Franklin only let him run. And he was 18 for 26 for 367 yards and four touchdowns. Granted, it's against Monroe, who's horrific. But, <laughs> might, might have something to do with it. Right, but like it's not it's not what uh, what was it, a couple years ago when they had Lynn, Lynn Bowden Jr. Yeah, ball. Bowden, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and yeah. they just didn't throw the football. Yeah. It's a little bit different. I think um, Kentucky's uh, given five there at home against Mizzou. I kind of like Kentucky in that spot. Um, I think it's also going to be a little bit of a shootout. Um, but I, what is that over-under at? I didn't even – I should have done better for you guys. It is at 56 and a half, so. Did you that too? That's yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, I'll end up playing that. Um, and now, John, it is everybody's favorite part of the podcast. Oh, shit. Late night, get back in the week. Get your money back. Put all the units on 10:30 it. 10.30 on Fox. USC, minus 17 against Stanford. Stanford had seven points against the K-State defense. They ran a play every 37.9 seconds. You only have 40 seconds on a play clock. They are literally just totally defunct on offense. Do not understand how to play it. This could be at minus 38. I would still take USC. Oh, just hammer, 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 hammer. Get your money back. That is our show. That's it. John Gancy. 
Good to be back. Jordan Johnson, a.k.a. JJ. Pick him with the boys. It was good to have you back, John. Good to be back. Shout out Nancy Grace. Good luck. I guess I'm family. <laughs> you guys have a good weekend.